because of everything that is going on in the world right now, I just thought that it would be good to start this podcast off with a meditation. So wherever you are right now, as long as it is safe to do so, just close your eyes and take three deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Now bring your attention to your heart space. Feel into this space in your chest. Feel the love and gratitude that lives here. Now feel this love grow so big that it beams out from your body in a bright, warm, white light. Imagine this loving light filling the room you are in. Now imagine it filling the building. Imagine it radiating out to your own town or city. Now your state. and your country and now the whole world stay here for a moment feel and see this loving light emanating from you and feel and see its great glowing warmth enveloping the earth hold this image in your mind's eye while also feeling it in your heart. Now imagine a beautiful rainbow light shining forth from your heart space. See this rainbow of hope and strength and love shining down on Ukraine and her people. Stay here for a moment, sending this beautiful, loving energy. Now go ahead and flutter open your eyes. Know that even though we may feel helpless in the struggles and tragedies of this earth, We can always do this. If nothing else, this. Long ago, when there were no calendars to dictate our schedules, the ancient peoples of Northern and Western Europe and Germany looked to the sky and the seasons taking cues from Mother Earth to determine when to plant and when to harvest, when to work hard, and when to rest. They honored and celebrated the strong connection they had with the Earth, 
Over time, these times of honoring and celebrating have turned into what we now call the Wheel of the Year. The Wheel of the Year consists of four solstice and equinox days, Yule, Ostera, Litha, and Maven, and four fire festival days, Samhain, Imbolc, Beltane, and Lunasa, or Lamas. We celebrate today as a way to connect with the earth, something much needed in our hectic climate-controlled society. Thank you for joining me for these eight bonus Earth Connection episodes. Hello everyone, this is Angie, host of the Nature Nurtured podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Today, for this bonus episode for the Wheel of the Year, I am going to be talking about Ostara. And this is also known as the Spring or Vernal Equinox. And this year, these celebrations fall on March 20th here in the Northern Hemisphere. So today, I just want to get started with this by talking about the history of Ostara. And historically, it is known as a fertility festival. And this has Germanic and Celtic origin. The spring equinox, however, has historically been celebrated all over the world. So not just, you know, in those German and Celtic cultures. So Ostera traditionally honors Eostre, the goddess of the dawn. And Eostre means east from where the sun rises. So I have found a story that is called Eostre and the Easter Bunny. And there are many variations of this story by probably also various titles. Um, it is just a traditional tale. I could not find out which is actually the original version, but this version is actually a retelling by Sonia Jensen. So I just wanted to share this with you. I thought it was an interesting take on it and I just thought it was kind of a sweet story that I wanted to share. Long ago, there was a beautiful goddess named Eostre. The goddess had long, thick hair, the color of golden wheat, and her eyes were as blue as the sky above. Eostre was the goddess of spring, and it was her job to make sure the earth awakened from its winter sleep. During the spring, the world came alive. Birds would chirp from the trees as they built nests for the little eggs that would soon hatch into baby birds. Butterflies came out of their cocoons, wearing wings of gorgeous colors. All the mother animals of the world gave birth to babies, and beautiful flowers opened their petals. Spring was a time of new beginnings. It was a time to celebrate. 
Every year on the first day of spring, Eostre held a, held a huge spring festival in the meadow. Animals and children from all over the world would attend and bring gifts for the goddess of spring to show how happy they were with the fresh new season. One year, on the day before the festival, the hare wanted to give Eostre a gift, but the hare had nothing that would be fit for a goddess. The hare was very poor, and he had a hard enough time feeding himself, never mind giving a gift to someone. That day, while searching through the forest for some food, the hare found a fresh egg in the grass. He was very hungry and sat down to enjoy his found lunch. He was about to crack open the egg when he suddenly stopped. This egg would make a nice gift for Eostre, he thought to himself. An egg symbolizes birth and spring. Yes, a very nice gift indeed. So the hare hopped home to decorate the egg. The next day, the hare went to the meadow and hopped up to the goddess. He shyly presented her with his gift. Eostre took one look at the egg and gave the hare a huge smile. It was a beautiful egg. The hare had painted the egg with lovely design colored from the dyes of roses, buttercups, and other plants. He had then sealed the egg with beeswax so that it would be shiny. The goddess was so happy with the gift that she wanted everyone to have one and share her joy. Eostre knew that the hare was very poor and to give her the egg was a very unselfish act. He could have eaten it and had his belly filled. Eostre decided to reward the hare. That day, the goddess of spring told the hare that he could come and live in her castle. He would have only one job, and that would be to de deliver a decorated egg to children around the world, for Eostre loved children. Children symbolized birth and innocence. The eggs would be delivered on the eve of the spring festival, so that the children would wake up and find them in the morning. And so, every year, Eostre's bunny, for a hare is a type of rabbit, and his descendants would deliver eggs to the children. Today, we call the hare the Easter bunny, because the Sunday after the first full moon of the spring equinox is Easter Sunday, a Christian celebration. Besides, Easter egg is a lot easier to say than Eostre egg. So that was a version of this idea of how we have come to associate this time of year and Easter with the Easter Bunny. And I feel that it is no coincidence that Easter, the Christian holiday, and Eostre, the goddess, sound very similar when you say them, Easter, Eostre. And they're spelled enough similarly that it really just cannot be a coincidence. I mean, I think this is another example of taking a celebration and belief held by people for centuries and centuries and then 
having a Christian holiday coincide with it just for lots of reasons. Um, because it was already being celebrated and it's just easier to get the buy-in from everyone if we kind of just match things up, kind of like with Yule and Christmas. It was the same thing. So, and you know, Easter does move. Um, it goes with the the moon cycle. Um, I can't remember exactly how that goes, but that, I mean, the dates of Easter vary from year to year from, oh, late March to mid-April. I feel like this year it's, it's pretty late, um, considering how, I mean, it seems like it's usually kind of that late March, early April time. So, but anyway, um, I just thought that was interesting how much they sound the same. So, that all being said, let's jump into the symbols for Ostara. Um, we've got the egg and, of course, the hare or the rabbit. So, we'll start with the egg. An egg represents fertility and rebirth. And it also is a very visual representation of the universe, that the way the egg is, that its shape, its physical appearance, um, it symbolizes the universe as a whole. And it contains that yellow yolk, which symbolizes the sun and that masculine energy. And then that is enveloped by the egg white, which symbolizes the moon and the female energy. And it just so beautifully illustrates this balance of male and female and light and dark. And I'd never really thought of it that way. So when I read that, I was like, oh, wow, that really is a very nice visual representation. So I thought that was really neat. I wanted to share that. And then the rabbit. Oh, the rabbit. Um, definitely a symbol of fertility. I did not know this until today either, but apparently the female rabbit can get pregnant again with a second litter a few days before that first litter is born. And I'm thankful that I am not a female rabbit. Um, I just cannot imagine. Just wow. So no wonder she is the symbol of fertility. So let's see. Before I wrap this up, I think we should talk about ways to celebrate this time of year, this spring equinox, this Ostara, however you choose, whichever one you relate more to. Um, one thing I, I think is great and I will definitely be doing is uh, do some spring cleaning. It's just a great time to not just clean, clean, but like declutter. And I think that just really feels really nice coming out of the winter when we're kind of holed up inside of our homes and maybe we've let some things kind of pile up. And it's just this physical way to kind of sort through our lives. And 
it really does. Like the physical clutter definitely uh, represents the inner clutter. I think over the winter we do spend a lot more time just naturally working on some internal things and those things can just build up and need aired out. And this time of year is just a really nice time to clean physically and while you're doing that just kind of getting this sense of cleaning energetically as well. Um, if you can, I mean getting those windows open and letting that sunshine and fresh air in and if you want to bring in some herbs and just kind of, you know, get those burning as well. I mean, lavender is such a nice um, scent to have in the house. And I feel like that's a very cleansing, clearing herb to use. Um, there are others. I mean, of course, there's sage and I suppose you could use rosemary as well, but, and you know, and adding some lemon or orange oil to your cleaning supplies, I think would also feel and smell very nice and also just energetically be nice as well. So I am looking forward to that. I've kind of started doing that already, but definitely I'm feeling the itch. So I will probably just continue on with that kind of a room or a portion of the house at a time. Another thing that's nice, and I've also kind of been doing this since in bulk. I don't know. I've just felt like it just feels really nice this year for some reason. Um, bringing fresh flowers inside. I just, I love having that pop of color. And since it's not been warm enough to be outside a ton yet. It just kind of is holding me over until I can be outside more. You know, in the summer months, it, it's nice if you have extra flowers and you can have some cuttings and bring those inside. But I feel like I'm outside so much of the daylight hours that I don't enjoy those things inside as much because I'm just not inside. But it's also nice, of course, um, if if you can't be outside to have those things in the summertime as well. But I just feel like this time of the year, they are just such a nice treat. Uh, another thing, of course, I mean, this is just par for the course for me, but being out in nature and just really appreciating this time of the light and the warmth coming back because it is so much more noticeable now even than it was back in early February during in bulk. It's just... Um, I have noticed it greatly recently how it's just, it is, it's light so much longer and every day we just get a little bit more and it's, and the warmer days are coming um, and you can feel it and you can sense it with just being outside, just the way it feels and kind of watching the animals, the birds especially have been very, very active so just going out in nature and appreciating that um, is definitely something that I will be doing as I do every day. But I definitely encourage that. Um, another thing is just being open to love and not even just the romantic love, like just love and beauty. I think 
it's been just a long couple of years. It's been a long winter. There's just always a lot of heaviness going on, it seems like, in the world. And just anywhere we can just share love, accept love, give love, and then just see the beauty in the little things. I think taking the time this this time of year to really do that, it makes it really special. Another thing is singing up the sun. And I personally have never done this for the spring equinox or Ostara. But um, I don't know that I would, I don't know that I will sing when I go out this year, but I do think that I will make a point to be up just before the sun comes up that day on March 20th. And really just take a moment and just sit in that moment of such balance. Because not only are you right there on the cusp of daylight and nighttime, but also sitting right there on the one of two days that we get each year where the day and the night are in perfect balance. And just sitting in that energy and appreciating that and the beauty that comes with it. I just think it's so nice just to sit there and feel that that balance and that harmony there. So I do plan on doing that. I don't know that I will sing, like I said, but you know, the birds always sing as the sun is coming up and maybe they can just uh, take that on for me. But if you feel called to sing, by all means, you should definitely do that. And the last thing, and this is also something I will definitely be doing, um, barring any crazy rains. I feel like some springs, it is just so hard to get a garden in because it's either, it's so wet or you're waiting for it to rain. You know, you see some rain in the forecast so that when you plant, you know, you don't have to water so much. So it's just catching it in between. And I know just some springs we've had lately just have been so wet. It's been impossible. You get things planted and then we get like five inches of rain at once and it washes everything out. But fingers crossed that we don't have that. I That's unusual. So looking forward to getting in those cold weather crops, um, potatoes and onions and peas and lettuce and spinach and green beans and broccoli. Last year, we just, we were so fortunate in how well all of those things did. I had never planted any of those things before in my adult life. And I really enjoyed that. I don't know if it is always so successful, but last year, just the way we did have kind of a cool spring. And so it seemed like those things, the lettuce and the spinach, I I remember they were just amazing. Um, and they lasted so long because it didn't get hot where they got kind of wilty and, and died off for a while. So I just enjoyed that so much. And we enjoyed having the potatoes and onions this winter. Um, they lasted until, oh, I would say probably Christmas time when we kind of, the potatoes started having too many sprouts and stuff happening in the onions. Now what's left, they are definitely also sprouting in my pantry. So 
Um, it'll be nice to get some new stuff planted. The peas, um, there are a lot of work to shell, but I did enjoy being able to eat those later this summer. It was, it was nice. So I don't have a big garden. Like I don't have enough where I can anything yet. Um, I don't really have the things to do that either. I'm hoping to learn to do that maybe this summer. Um, we'll see. We'll see. So something to look forward to. But anyway, um, that is about it. I just wanted to get on here real quick and just share those Ostara Spring Equinox items with you. And I hope you are all well. And I hope you are finding as much excitement in this time of the year as I am. I know I am just feeling this itch for spring and it's coming and it's so exciting. And, um, yeah, so I hope you all are well. I hope you all have a chance to be getting outside in nature today and until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening today. I love having you join me, even though I'm technically out here, just me and my dogs. It is exciting and heartwarming to know you are out there too, listening, walking, adding in your thoughts as we go. As always, I hope everyone has had a chance to nurture themselves with a little bit of nature today. Mother Earth always has the best medicine.